But then, if you think sort of from a big aerial view, that's what you're considering at a, an urban or sort of metropolitan scale. You then kind of zoom in and you have a thing called urban grain, which is sort of next level of detail. It's about the texture and the pattern of the place. So each block in itself has its own grain, its own texture. And this is much more to do with the, the specific hierarchy of the streets and the pattern of the urban blocks and those, the subdivision of those blocks. So it's a rhythm. And again, I think you know, some of you were picking up earlier that, for example, that uh, gable, coloured gabled facade is actually from Malmo, which is, uh, if you don't know, it's well worth looking up, a place called uh, the B001 development, um, which is, was built as an expo, uh, sustainable eco expo development. It's really one of the... Um, for, at the forefront of kind of environmental design. Anyway, I'm getting beside the point. The point, I think, the, the point you, the reason you picked that up is it, it had a certain character, and for me, that character is a result of its urban grain. It's the typology of the townhouse broken up by the uh, the gabled roof, which, in its sense, comes down to um, th this element of, of uh, urban uh, grain. And you could almost think about it in, in this way: you have four almost similar blocks uh, in terms of their footprint, but they have a very different grain. So on the top left, you have a traditional, um, it's almost uh, analogous to, say, the Regency period or Edwardian, no, sorry, Georgian blocks of, or, yeah, Edinburgh Newtown, perfect example of the one on the top left, where you have your terraces onto the main streets, uh, and then you have a muse of streets, the dark yellow uh, in the middle. So you're enclosing the kind of smaller street of muses. Whereas on the bottom left, perhaps is more akin to, say, Barcelona, where it's sort of uh, the, the perimeter apartment blocks um, or some of the sort of uh, new developments we're seeing typically today uh, that might enclose a, a landscape garden. Uh, so that's, you're kind of, I'm almost reading that now as a taller building. That's probably more likely to be kind of six stories at least whereas that I can even read from that grain on the top left that we're talking about two-storey muse and probably a three- or four-storey main terrace. Even from that little diagram, that plan, I can start thinking about the physical kind of form and the massing of that. Um, whereas here on the right, we've got a more suburban layout. It's semi-detached houses, uh, one rotated on the corner, so it's more perhaps typical of the garden suburb uh, planning. Uh, and then on the top, bottom right, uh, again, sort of typical uh, perimeter terrace block, so not far removed from the sort of top left one. But again, you can see uh, at an urban structure scale, the marks on the paper aren't that different. We're defining big blocks with kind of roads between them. But at an urban grain scale, the difference is, is marked, and it's defined by the difference of the typologies that are used. So just an example, and this is a sort of curious one, it's from a company called AOC who we've been working with down in uh, London who uh, did this quite interesting exercise for an estate down in Peckham. And they were inviting the residents uh, along with local authorities to sort of identify some of the best places they liked in the world. And in the top left they took, I think it was a neighbourhood in, in sort of Hampstead Garden Suburbs, sort of outer London, um, and looked at the, the character and the grain of that area. 
Second one was the Boundary Estate in uh, East London, one of the earliest social housing projects and still a, a, a great scheme, but it's got this big crescent, sorry, a circus in the middle with radiating streets out the edge. And then the Barcelona block here, um, and at the bottom, I think that was Paris, uh, a bit of Paris. And so they kind of said, well, if all these places are great, if people love these places, well, can we embody some of those qualities in this scheme in Peckham that they were proposing? So literally, took the site plan and overlaid, superimposed, thinking, well, what, what do we get if we overlay a Barcelona block? We're only going to get one block. What if we get if we overlay a bit of the garden suburb? We get a street. And they started sort of morphing these together. And it's a crude exercise, and it's not a great way to... It's a great way to develop ideas, I think, and sort of capture thinking. Not necessarily a great way to plan, because you end up with a sort of slightly nonsense plan that's isolated from its context. But it gives them something that they can work from. Um, so they then produce this plan, which was does respond to its site, but actually still encaptures some of those ideas that people wanted. So it has the perimeter block with the perhaps more intimate scale side street of the suburbs and um, the sort of hierarchy that you might see in the Parisian development. So it was just a, a sort of quick exercise to sort of generate some ideas for the site, which is quite uh, fun and um, a way of sort of analysing what kind of character and urban grain they wanted for this site. <coughs> 